Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to another episode of Well Talk. How y'all doing in all the snow? You know, got a foot of snow in Richmond. I love it. So I love being snowed in. I never catch cabin fever and I gain a few pounds. Like I cook, I do all of that. So I'm just happy right now. Some of y'all mad. I'm happy. Um, I'll have to go to work because I work for the school system. It's just great, you know. <laughs> I hope y'all are having um, a good Monday, a warm Monday. Y'all getting ready for Christmas and stuff? Y'all shopping? Online shopping? No? Okay, praise God. Well, I wear a size 8 if anybody want to buy me anything. Eight and a half in shoes. <laughs> no, for real though, I hope that you guys are enjoying the holiday season and the snow and just getting ready. Um, This is my favorite holiday. Uh, my house, it looks like a winter wonderland. And I don't even have to really turn on lights, like real lights, because I have Christmas lights everywhere. <laughs> um, I love it. So I hope y'all are getting y'all's houses in order and getting into the Christmas flow. Now, listen, while you are in the hustle and bustle, let me free you up real quick. Don't y'all be out there getting into debt and stuff, buying all this stuff for just one day. Like, I hope that during this holiday season, you are alleviated from outside influences both financially and in every other area of your life as well. My prayer is that this series helps to free you from all of that unnecessary pressure. You know, the pressures that culture put on us and, and th that culture gives us to, to achieve certain things on this like imaginary timeline that we may not even want for ourselves. <laughs> but because they say we should have this kind of job and because they say we should provide this kind of Christmas for our children and we should take this many trips in a year, we struggle to actually provide all of that. And then we call it grinding. <laughs> but could it be that your grind really isn't yours? It's someone else's. Like, could it be that you're going so hard and you're creating this life that isn't even the life that God has planned for you? Um, he has something so much better, but you're settling for a life that seems good to culture, but it's really exhausting and not really that satisfying to you. And you're looking like, where's the satisfaction? Or you're grinding so hard and you're looking around like, don't nobody appreciate me. And you're just like trying to figure this thing out, trying to figure out why you're not happy, but you're grinding so hard. And it might be because that's not even your grind. Like God didn't even make you like that. You know, you're not built like that for real. <laughs> you're not supposed to be going that hard for that kind of stuff. And for those things, instead, God has something that he wants you to grind towards. Right. Um, and you're doing all of this because you've given in to like these external pressures. And so this week, my prayer for you is that you gain confidence in what you have to offer, not in what someone wants you to have. So I pray that you embrace the fact that you are indeed your only competition. And that brings me to our intro. <laughs> Have you ever met somebody like who when you ask them about resources or like how they did a thing or how they achieved something, they act like they don't know. <laughs> like they try to beat around the bush or they try to like give you the runaround with their answer. Like they just don't want you to be great. <laughs> and you know it like you could tell in their responses like you don't really want to tell me how you did that, did you? Do you like <laughs> And I always just laugh at people like that. And I shake my head, um, partly because I think it's funny and it kind of cracks me up, honestly. But the other part kind of makes me sad, not because they didn't share their resources with me, but because I realized something that they may not. I realized that the real reason that they are not sharing their knowledge and their resources and experiences with others is because they don't want you to be great at all. <laughs> It isn't it isn't really that they don't want you to be great at all. It's really it's because they don't want you to be greater than them. Like so it's not that they don't want you to be great at all. Like 
even though it feels like that <laughs> like you just sucking the life out of me you don't want me to achieve anything like that's how we feel right but really it's not that it's it's really that they just they don't want you to be greater than them <laughs> and so they realize that somehow like somehow apparently they have gotten to this place like they've quote unquote made it and they aren't really comfortable or secure in the spot that they're really in even though they try to make it seem like they are they aren't really secure with where they are and so they have they've arrived but they don't really know if they have what it takes to stay there like they don't really know if they have if they have what it takes to sustain where they are because partly they put their trust in themselves and not God and then secondly, because if they really were confident in what they had or what they did, it would be nothing for them to share with others. It would be nothing for them to share resources. And so I try my hardest to share all that, you know, all that I know and all that I've accomplished with anybody who asks. Like if somebody else is starting a podcast, I'm like, girl, this is how I did it. This is where I got hung up on. This is where I'm still hung up on. Like if you figure it out, can you tell me? Like I share my resources Um because I realized that God got me here. Like I didn't get me here. And I also realized that it's he who is going to sustain me in this. And so I realized that someone else achieving, it takes absolutely nothing away from me. Nothing. Like I don't care if someone is doing the same thing that I'm doing. What God has for me is for me. And so God has people that I'm going to impact that no one else could get to like I can. Like there's a group of women that I'm going to impact that no one else could get through to. You know, and, and I'm also confident that there's another woman out there who can reach another group of women who would never listen to a word that I have to say <laughs> like ever. And that's cool with me because I'm confident in what God gave me. It's always me versus me, not me versus anybody else collaboration that competition is the goal it's enough money out here for everybody there are enough people out here for everybody to follow you and follow your stuff and so when you believe that God is ordering your steps and, and when you believe that he really has his future your future in his hand then nothing else matters nothing and you realize where the competition lies and that's really with you have you ever second guessed what you had to offer because you were spending too much time looking around at other people's stuff like now that it's Christmas, this is really easy to do, like really easy. You look at the Christmas that other people are providing for their kids and the gifts and the price tags. And you wish that you could do the same thing. Like you look at other people all booed up throughout the holiday and you either get envious because your inbox is dry, like desert dry. <laughs> or you add extra pressure on your partner that you do have to do something different all because of something that you saw. Like, tis the season to compare. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> Let's not do that this Christmas. Let's look around at what we have to offer our families, our partners, and our friends, and let's agree with God and call that good. Like I said all the time, we look at other people's stuff and we admire and borderline envy what we see from afar, never really getting close enough to see what it really looks like. Never knowing what people have to endure and go through just to say that they have the job, that they have the kids, that they have the gifts, that they have the relationships. Like we don't know. There's so much pressure from the outside to perform or to have this seemingly perfect life. But in my opinion, perfect is so boring. Like perfect is plastic. It is unauthentic. Perfect is not at all what I want, even though I am tempted at times to portray that. And so when I look around at my house with wrestling men everywhere and dishes in the sink and laundry and a to-do list with two out of ten things crossed off of it after all day and relationships that are not always peachy, 
I realized that trying to portray perfect with this is going to be a lot of work. (laughs) So instead, I'd rather stand up in my truth and own the spots that I need and own the spots that are kind of messy too. own it all and know that God is moving in it all and through it all. And so I really think that there are a couple things that we can pull from the mantra me versus me. And we're going to jump right into those. So there's a story in Acts chapter three in the Bible where Peter and John are going to the temple to pray. And upon entering the the temple, there was this man. um, He was lame, meaning that he couldn't walk. And so he had been put um, he was brought to the gates of the temple every day to beg. And so he was this way since birth. And and like I said, he was always dropped off at the gate so that he could beg as people entered the temple to pray. Well, this day, Peter and John were entering and he started begging. And Peter looked right at him and he said, silver and gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And the Bible then goes on to say that they took the man by the hand and his ankles and his feet became strong. And he literally got up and ran into the, into the temple, jumping and praising God. Once the people realized that this was the man who sat outside and begged, they were like astonished because they were completely amazed because he was healed. And so this story spoke directly to me when it came to me being confident in what I had to offer and what I bring to the table in different areas of my life. And so I'm going to just share with you what I learned. OK, so the first thing I realized is that. If it's me versus me, I shouldn't dwell on what I don't have because a lot of times what I do have is so much better than what I don't have. I may not have all of the money to pack the Christmas tree out this year, but guess what? Our basic needs are going to be met. We're going to have a warm Christmas. We'll have food. And not everyone can say that. Plus, I have some really bomb ideas like movie night and matching pajamas and elf on the shelf ideas (laughs) to help bring even more fun to this season. And maybe that's your story, too. Like maybe you started stressing out about what you don't have. Let's fix your perspective. What do you have? I'm willing to bet money that what you do have is so much better. Just think about starting new traditions and making rich memories with the people that you love. Like, that's so much better than a toy that your kid will only play with for that week. (laughs) Like, my kid plays with the boxes that the toys come in. I'd be so pissed off, y'all. Like, I'd be like, that's a whole toy and you playing with the box. Like, I could have got you a box. (laughs) Traditions are so much better than unnecessary debt. Stop focusing on what you don't have. Because in doing that, you're shortchanging your people. And you're shortchanging yourself. What do you have? Like, what you do have is enough. In fact, it's more than enough, but you got to be confident in that. So just imagine if Peter would have just stood at the gate with the man frustrated or explaining the fact that they had no money to give him. That man would have missed out on his complete healing. Peter had something better than money. He had the Holy Spirit, which made him and caused him to walk boldly in authority. Right. And ultimately heal. And that brings me to my second point. Have confidence in what you have to offer and don't be doubtful or apologetic about it either. I love what Peter said in the text. He said the Bible said that he made the beggar look at him and he said silver or gold. I have none. But what I do have, I give to you. (laughs) He like, look at me. Now, let's be clear. Look me in my eye. I don't have no money. Okay, (laughs) I don't have no money for you. But what I do have, I am willing to give you. Peter was very confident in what he brought to the table. He knew the power that he possessed and he knew how valuable it could be in this situation. And he didn't apologize for not having money. Notice he didn't say, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have. No, no, no. He said, I ain't got that. 
but this is what I do have. <laughs> he let it be known because when you know what you carry, you don't have to apologize for it. You never have to apologize for your anointing. You never have to apologize for your gifting. You never apologize for being the anointed, no nonsense, head turning, God fearing woman that you are. Like you don't apologize for that, sis. And you don't water it down either. You own it and you own every room that you step into, whether it's a boardroom or your living room. Right. You walk with what you carry boldly. Don't let other people put pressure on you to offer something that you don't learn to say, nah, I don't even do that. But I do do this. Okay, like, nah, I don't deal with being accommodated and put up with if there's no room for me at the table. It's okay. I'm not pulling up a chair. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm going to take this chair over here and I'm going to build my own table and I'm going to let you watch me build it. (laughs) Like be able to say, nah. I'm not going into debt over one day, but my kids are going to they're going to get a couple things off their list and they're going to be OK because I have to live and I have to pay bills after Christmas is over after Christmas is over because it's one day. Hey, single mama, after Christmas is over, it's one day. Don't do not run yourself crazy trying to provide for one day when you got to live after this okay like be OK with passing up on what you don't have and standing up in what you do. Besides, who do your children have to compare their tree to and what's under the tree? Like who who they're comparing with? Their friends? Okay, cool. Then let's make this a teachable moment for everybody. Both of y'all get off social media. Stop scrolling down your timeline, looking at other people's Christmas, feeling some type of way. Stop letting your kids do the same thing. And instead, talk about what the season is really about. Let's break the cycle of just having more stuff, right? Just to say that we're keeping up with other people. Let's not pass that spirit on to our babies, One thing that I learned this year is that our culture is all into building things that are big and fast. Our generation, right, is into building things that are big and go really fast and are really shiny, right? Like we grind because we want the best and we want to be the biggest and the best and the fastest growing brand, the fastest growing business, the fastest growing relationship. And then it occurred to me that it never occurred to me (laughs) that we don't have to be the biggest, like we can be the smallest and still be successful and last even longer, be more like have more quality in what we do. Like we can build small or medium size on purpose and have a more quality experience. This Christmas, you can go smaller on purpose. You can spend less time fighting in the stores and less time spending money that you don't have and more time with your kids trying to figure out how to serve somebody else. Like you can build small yet meaningfully still making a huge impact. The last thing that I learned from being my own competition is that I have what people needed all along, (laughs) even if it isn't what they verbally asked for. And so do you. Peter had healing in his words all along for that man, even though the man begged for money. Your kids are begging for stuff, but you have a heart to give back to people. And more than the newest toys, your kids need to see you setting the example of being a servant, of serving other people, right? Culture is asking you to reach after what they say success is, but you know what people our age really need to see? (laughs) They really need to see you creating your own lane for yourself and being who God has called you to be unapologetically. Whether that looks like being all in for Jesus, whether that looks like leaving a stable job to start your nonprofit because you know that's your purpose, whether that looks like being single by choice while everyone else is settling, like people need to see you be you in this season. 
People are so lost and they're covering it up with stuff. Our friends are so lost and they're covering it up with stuff and people. And you have like you've had what they needed the whole time, even though no one is asking by you following the path that God has set you on by you switching up the game this Christmas and refusing to build big. But to instead find the joy in the small, quiet moments and the memories like you're giving our culture and our generation permission. You're giving your sphere of influence permission to do the same to do the same. You're giving the women around you that watch your life permission to do the same permission to not be stressed and in debt. Permission to show up again to family dinner single because you are refusing to settle. (laughs) I know I brought my dog last Thanksgiving, bringing him again this Christmas. (laughs) Like permission to teach their kids the true meaning of Christmas and permission to break cycles that are so unnecessary, but we're stuck in them because you set your own pace. You set your own rules. When you look in the mirror, you are looking at your own competition. Amen. Amen. How about we seal it with a prayer? Let's pray. Dear God, help us to know and believe that the only competition that we have is between self and self. As we kick off this holiday season, help us to not look around trying to find our worth, but help us look up to look up knowing that all we need is found in you. Everything that we need to know about ourselves is affirmed when we look at you. Lord, take the pressure off of us to keep up with the Joneses and to create experiences for our loved ones that will leave us 10 steps backwards. God, instead, help us to walk boldly in what we have to offer. Whether it's actual actual gifts or a good recipe or just quality time with our people, help us to be unapologetic about our gifts and, and unapologetic about what we have to offer, both in the natural and the spiritual. Help us to not forget that this is all about you anyway. Like you don't require us to be pressured. You don't require us to be in debt and you don't require us to compete. What a great realization, Lord. Thank you for loving what we have to offer. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. I hope that this helped you guys and that you feel lighter as we enter this holiday season. As always, if you would like to connect with me, please do not hesitate to email me at V as in Victor Johnson 0511 at gmail.com. I do have a major announcement that I'm super excited about. Um, For those of you who live in the RVA area on January the 5th, 2019, I will be hosting a live podcast. I'm so excited about it. The date again is January 5th, and we're going to be talking about making fear work for you as you enter this new season and this new year. And so I'll give you more details of the next few weeks. But if you are interested in being there, tickets are free. You just need to sign up on Eventbrite. Um, Also note that there are only 50 tickets available and they also include food and so if you're interested please email me at vjohnson0511 at gmail.com so that I can add you to the well woman email list that goes out every Wednesday because these ladies are going to have first dibs on the tickets and so they'll be receiving an email with the eventbrite link first before the public actually gets it so get on that list Um, it's going to be a good good time and we're going to just kick fears tail honey as we enter January 2019 um that's it. (laughs) I'm all done. I hope you guys have a safe week, a warm week, and I will meet you back here Monday at the well. I love y'all.